40. This is Monique Marvez filling in for the much-beloved, and not here right this minute, Bill Carroll, who will be back. And I'm sitting in on his show, so this is going to be more Bill Carroll than Monique Marvez. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. When you sit in on other people's shows, it's like house-sitting. you got to respect. You know, you can't jump on their couch and clean out their fridge, much as you want to. Although I don't know that Bill Carroll likes Hosier or Hosier, however you pronounce it. Uh, you're shaking your head, Blake. He does not like. Okay, well, then I've already done. I've already jumped on the couch because I must tell you, number one, I was stunned to find out this song was sung by a tall, skinny white dude. He is, uh, for those of you who haven't seen what he looks like, he's, first of all, he's physically beautiful. He's as beautiful as he sounds. I got to meet him. I took a picture with him. He's about six foot four and very slim and white and from Ireland. And that comes out of his toes, that music. He's amazing. So that's, uh, some people pronounce it Hosier. Some people pronounce it Hosier. Uh, I just say awesome. Take me to church. My favorite, and I, and I asked Blake to play it. It was my tippy, tippy song of 2015. Like nothing comes close. Like this is top in the polls. Top in the polls. I'm not going to compare it to anything that's top in the polls because right now there's a lot of weird things that are, are gaining popularity. So what I said in on Monday, one of the points that I made that we went into in detail was that our as our information comes at us faster and faster and faster and with greater exposure. I mean, I was I was sitting in on a friend's show yesterday and bam, the Bill Cosby started as a tweet. People magazine was confirming it before the major news outlets. Then the major news outlets confirmed it. And the next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. It's like, okay, Bill Cosby, bam. And and that's and so it goes. It wasn't an AP wire, you know, this is being vetted, blah, blah. No. It was a free-for-all of information on Twitter of what was going on with Bill Cosby. And what I'm saying is as we get more and more information in faster and faster and non-traditional ways, it does something to our memory that makes us forget. I, w- I was shocked to think, you know, six short weeks ago, maybe seven, was the Paris attacks. We don't even think about, I mean, I'm not saying that in any, today they caught a 10th suspect in Belgium. We're going to talk about that. But when I saw it, I got very happy that they caught the suspect, but I thought, it seems like a million years ago that that even happened. Riverside shootings were how long ago? Less than a month, three weeks? And it seems, I mean, there, there's something going on in our head where we don't linger on anything. We're like fish darting in a pond when you throw bread. Have you ever seen just way fish just dart, bam, 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 breadcrumbs, bam, bam, bam. That's how our brains grasp information. And they say, oh, this person has ADD, ADHD, severe this, severe that. I think as a society in 2016, and especially with it being a political season, we're going to have to really focus. I'm not even saying slow our roll. We're just going to have to decide what we're going to look at at hyperspeed. Because we're no doubt moving at hyperspeed. And I don't think anybody's going to slow their roll. What I think is going to happen is that we're going to have to very much decide what matters. I think for the first part of this millennium, the first 15 years, can you believe that? 
decade and a half. We're not even at a full generation yet of this millennium, but we're at a decade and a half. Somebody born in 2000 could be getting their learner's permit next year. They can be driving a car next year. That's, that's where we are. I can't believe it myself. I remember two years ago was New Year's Eve, and I came in and I sat in on some other shows. We still had 1150 K Talk was our sister station, and I sat in and talked about New Year's Eve with some of the other hosts. And, um, and here's, here we are two years later, and that seems like a million years ago, and I was in, and as a personal note, I had been at that point in a seven-year relationship, four years living with the person. I knew that things were changing dramatically because now I was in L.A. all the time and that person was in San Diego. I had no idea how dramatically. And I remember New Year's Eve of two years ago watching the live broadcast from Times Square and Macklemore was on and he did Ceiling Can't Hold Us and Thrift Shop and he was amazing and I'm still a huge Macklemore fan. And, of course, I was my favorite you know, guy from 2013 was Macklemore. And I remember on New Year's Eve, and I got one of those weird, call them what you want. Sometimes I'm afraid to say God because people freak out, you know. But I had one of those moments of clarity, God moments, voice in my head say, this will be the last New Year's that you spend with this person. I don't know why that even, it just flashed through my mind as we were sitting there. And I remember a friend saying, let me take a picture of you guys. And I think I've even since erased the picture from my phone because that thing had just said That voice had just said that in my head. And I remember feeling very peculiar and awkward as the picture was being snapped. And sure enough, it was the last New Year's. We we broke up shortly thereafter in March, beginning of March. It was like two months and then bam. And then I was up here. And I I just thought about how far away and long ago that seems. And then I looked at the rundown that Trevor... Are, are you an intern still, Trevor, or are you official? Oh, good. He said he's official. He's not on a mic, but it's because my producer on Saturday nights on the Monique Marvez show, he started out as an intern, and uh, and I loved him, and I called him Intern Nick, and now I have to call him Non-Intern Nick, and that's his official title. So you're official Trevor. That's your name. And uh, we have Intern Tony in here. And how long have you been in the building, Tony? Say it on the mic, Tony. You know how this works. Okay. About three months now. Okay. So, yeah, it's a good run. It's fun. Having time in my life. And don't things move quickly here in this building? Yeah, I feel like I just got here the other day. Yeah. And And then in some ways it seems like you've always been here. For those of you who have never heard Tony on the Mo Kelly show, he is the most polite intern. He has the the manners of somebody that was born at the turn of the century, and I mean the last century. (laughs) Like, he comes over to ask if I'm going to do crosstalk with with Mo and Tawala, and he goes... Excuse me, Miss Marvez, will you be partaking of crosstalk? I mean, it sounds like in the parlance of our day, he is, you are incredibly polite and otherworldly. My mama done raised me right. She sure did. So as I got the rundown from official Trevor, I looked at it and it said, uh, Charlie Hebdo attack in Paris, 12 killed. And that was January 7th. That hasn't even been a year. If you would have asked me when that happened, I would have said, oh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. This is KFI AM 640. Monique sitting in for Bill Carroll. She's going to see me, call me, baby, run her head to my head. 
Security. This is Monique Marvez sitting in for the beloved Bill Carroll. I have to say that because his fans are his fans. That's why I'm being respectful other than the constant playing of Hozier. But I do love him. Last year, it really was a crazy year. It was a year of extremes. Now, before I get into detail, I can't believe this. There were 353 mass shootings in the U.S. Now, until you see these things amassed, and again, great job getting me all of these. I mean, I've got a stack in front of me of stories that it's intern Tony and and, uh, official Trevor. You guys worked your butts off. 353. That's almost one shooting a day. That is a horrific amount of mass shootings. Starting on January 1st, 2015, five were wounded. In case you didn't know, and I didn't know this, the San Bernardino attack had been the deadliest since Sandy Hook. I didn't realize that. I knew like a bunch of people were shot, but I didn't, again, our memory, I didn't get the final numbers. I didn't get like how many exactly, and I'll I'll look into that. We've got time. But this was the year that because of the internet and hacking and the fact that society no longer has a fourth wall of any kind, anybody can get to anybody. If you figure if, if anonymous doesn't get you, the hackers will, your wife will, you know, lock up. What was that? Lock up your wife, lock up your kids, hide your kids, hide your wife. They're even raping men. You know, it's, it's, um, it's amazing to me how quickly people can figure stuff out. Hackers can figure stuff out. When I was a very young woman, I lived in Miami, and I talk off the top of my head. I like to do this. I, I don't want to use Wikipedia. I like to use my own brain. And there was a guy that built speedboats for rich, egocentric people. He had these incredible speedboats, and they were racing boats, and they had big, you know, what they call rooster tails, and one of those boats takes off. This is the Miami Vice days. It was the Wild West days. And so this guy built these boats for rich people that could pay for them. Some of them were drug dealers. Some of them were shady. P.S. The guy decided, okay, now I'm going to go to the other side of the fence. And he started building them for the Coast Guard. Just as fast. Maybe even a little faster. Guess what? He was killed. Dead. All that money he made building all those fast boats nips up. I don't know for sure where they found him, but it's one of those, like, in a dumpster behind the airport. You know, it was like a bad story. And as I, as I think about the way karma played out, it seems almost medieval. It seems almost like biblical times, like eye for an eye, like you build them a speedboat, we're going to kill you. Now there's all this weird way of getting even with people on the Internet, either disparaging them or hacking them or starting a rumor It's a different world now, the way that people can attack people. And it'll be taken for fact, and it'll be, and and people just lie. I have a girlfriend that called me on Sunday. I mentioned this briefly on Monday, but it's worth repeating. Evidently, there's a website called The Dirty. I don't even know what it is, and I've never even looked at it, and I'm afraid because I don't want it on my computer. But evidently, people just call out other people and say, like, that one's a hooker. You know, like, whatever it is. It's not even a news site. Maybe it's like... I know there's like the delisted site and there's Gawker and all of that. Amy, feel free to chime in if you know about any of these horrific sites. But so my friend called to say she's a very beautiful model. And she called to say that on on the dirty, they had said that she was an escort. 
that she was in her 30s and very beautiful and could be a very high-paid escort. But instead, she was trading her wares for plane tickets and hotel rooms from old men. She was beside herself. Who do I contact? Is there a lawyer? Can I take this down? I said, nobody takes this stuff serious. I said, and plus, I know you're in your late 30s, so be happy. They said you were in your early 30s and that you could have been a high-priced escort, but you're trading your wares. Like, hey, they're basically saying you're young and a contender. It's not too late. That's how you have to take things seriously. You can't. It's a different machine. Because Ashley Madison is claiming that after the hack, that they've added 4 million members a month since the hack. Sure they have. Thank you, Amy. I don't believe that for a second. No, because then the big thing came out after the hack was that there were only like 15% of the people were real people on there. They were using bots to plump up its membership numbers. I don't even know how you can create a bot, like a Stepford wife. I don't... See, I'm a little bit, I'm, I call myself an itard. <clears throat> what does that mean? What They're you, fake people? You create fake profiles so the men who are paying a lot of money to be on the site think that there are more women there. But hmm. it's, they're not really people. Hmm. Like second life with hoochies, kind of. Okay. All right. Well, I have to throw to you now to get a, official news, so let's just forget I said hoochies. Okay. KFI AM 640, the Monique Marvez Show. So I fall in this is the Bill Carroll Show. When I signed off before because of the Hozier, I got carried away and said the Monique Marvez Show. That's Saturday night. Tomorrow, I am filling in for my beloved Shannon. I'll be in tomorrow, 1 to 3. Are you going to be here with me, uh, official Trevor? You're not producing that show? Oh, I'm going to miss you. And Tony won't be here either. I'll miss you. Uh, Blake, thanks for playing all. You're liking this too. I can tell you're in there bopping and hopping. This is a great song. I love Take Me to Church, but this song is adorable as well. Now, what I had said off mic, just having a chit chat with uh, official Trevor was, I said 2015 was the year that a lot of sacred cow got slaughtered. There, there's a lot of ways of looking at it. You can you can say that it's the year that the karma wheel crushed some people that we didn't even see it coming. But I have to tell you, as I hold these stories in my hand, I feel like Johnny Carson back in the day when he was Carmack. I hold the cards, you know. Rest in peace. I loved that show. But see, here's the weird world. In 2015, people would be tweeting and his staff would be tweeting that he's a difficult person, that he's a dillweed, that you have to call him Mr. Carson, that you can't make eye contact. I mean, people wrote tell-all books, but not everybody read them. Now you get little bitty sound bites of what's really going on in the world with North Fourth Wall. I have friends that had worked for Mr. Carson and said, yeah, he was a tough customer. Who cares? He was Johnny Carson. He was awesome. It's like people saying, I'm not going to move to New York. It's got terrible weather. I don't care. I could have snow up to my kneecaps three months a year. I love New York. By the way, uh, Brent, who works here in the building, who I love, who I always jokingly say is my future ex-husband, Brent brought me a sheet of paper that said, when the year 2016 starts around the world. Well, at... Our time, 10.15 a.m., Nepal. How do you start at 10.15? doesn't have to be on the hour. Evidently with them, it's on the hour, on the half, and as it breaks as well. Nepal at 10.15, India and Sri Lanka at 10.30. So 10.30 this morning, six minutes ago, seven now, it became 2016 in India and Sri Lanka. 
Um, and I have to tell you, Slumdog Millionaire, still one of the best films. And it was, it seems like a million years ago. What was it? Two? Two? Maybe two and a half years ago? It couldn't have been more than that. I love that movie. Okay. So getting back to the, and, and I'll tell you what New Year's is around the clock. And just so you know, at 1230, it'll be Iran. I got in trouble yesterday, the day before, for saying something about Iran. Slumdog came out in 2008. Oh, Wow. See, long memory for some things, short for others. Did you love that movie, Blake? It was fantastic. It was amazing. It was an amazing movie. I I cried at the end, like hard, which I would have done anyway because I'm a big wuss. But it was uh, it was a big big tears. All right, so getting back to the Ashley Madison hack, you know, sometimes when things happen, it doesn't even matter. I mean, Elliot Spitzer, nobody cares. You know, Anthony Weiner, still funny. Your last name's Wiener, and you're on the internet in your underpants. Funny. Always funny. But I just got it confirmed from Amy King, who's a news person, that they've proven that Ashley Madison had what they call fembot hosts, fake people. That's, that's like Minority Report, those little weird things with the long legs that go and check out. Like, that's that's who you're making love to, guys. That's who you're paying your money to make friends with. The thing that was checking out Tom Cruise's eyeballs on Minority Report. Paints a picture, doesn't it? Tony's, like, crunching up his face. This is all BS. And you know why? Because it says, this is how they call it, engager versus female. They don't say male versus female. Engager. Because I, I'm just going to go, I'm going to get in trouble. I always warn people when I'm about to say something horrible so that they can, you know, tune out and say, like, you know what, Monique, we love you. I'm going to tune out now because you're about to put your peppermint-flavored shoes back in your mouth. I put my foot in my mouth so much that I actually have breath-freshening socks. So here's – women are not wired to be promiscuous. I say this in my act. I say, guys, you don't want a woman who's promiscuous, dot, 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 for long. Because if a woman is promiscuous, she's damaged. We're not wired that way. We're just not. That's why I rail against Tinder. What's in it for you, young ladies? To be on Tinder. It is a hookup site. You're not going to meet anybody. If a guy doesn't even have to take you to Pinkberry, if if you're not even forcing a cup of coffee out of him before you're like, you know, making out in the back of a movie theater, I'm keeping it clean. Don't worry, Blake. Like every time I start talking, Blake's like, oh, no, I'm hovering over the dump button. No, I'm not going to say anything. All I'm saying is, as a woman, what's in it for you to be on Tinder? What? A girlfriend of mine, Nancy Jo Sales, wrote an extensive article, go to VanityFair.com, called Tinder is the Night on Vanity Fair, where they have statistics. I didn't know a lot of this stuff, but the bottom line is it is not a dating site. Do not kid yourself. Let's face it. The dating sites are barely dating sites. The dating sites are barely dating sites. Women are not wired to cheat. If a woman is married and she's not happy... 90% of the time, she's plotting her escape. Now, we do plot. We are fiendish. You will think everything's okay, and she's sneaking stuff out in the trunk of the car and talking to her sister about you. No doubt. But but predominantly, me in my own life, I can tell you, uh, I don't have tight boundaries. I I shouldn't say that, but... And I'm not a cheater. If I'm not happy and I've been married three times, I'm planning my escape. I'm not planning on meeting another man. I'm plotting. I am plotting against your butt. So 
when they say engagers versus females, I'm not surprised that they have to churn out fake women's accounts on Ashley Madison because women are going to go, you know what? My husband, he pays the bills. You know why? Because women in some ways are more loyal than men. When they say men are dogs, men are not dogs. Men are more like cats. They're like, nee, 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 nee. They walk around with like, I know that right now in 2016, which is tomorrow, we're still the kind of important, you know, men rule the world sex. And women compete over us and they zhuzh up their faces and, and plump up their boobies and do stuff to their behinds to attract our attention. You don't see men getting butt implants to attract women. You don't see men saying, you know what, let me throw an Idaho potato down the front of my jeans because I'm looking a little lame. They don't do that. So clearly just the fact of what women do to attract men shows you who's really in charge. It does. Bottom line. Ladies, get off of Tinder. And I already know you're not on Ashley Madison. I know that the engager versus female is BS. When we come back, we're going to discuss more sacred cow that's being made into hamburger as we speak. This is Monique Marvez sitting in for the beloved Bill Carroll, KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640, Monique sitting in for the much beloved and absent Bill Carroll on this amazing New Year's Eve. 2015 being a super eventful year. I was discussing uh, sacred cows being ground into hamburger. Well, I think the biggest sacred cow is Bill Cosby. I don't know who is alive, who was born at any... Like, the millennials may not be that into him. You know, he hasn't been that front and center. I think he just turned into sort of a crotchety old guy talking about black-on-black crime and making everybody angry. Okay. But but anybody born, like my parents, my parents exposed me, and that's the wrong way to put it, to Bill Cosby. Back in the day, he used to have these wonderful albums called To Russell My Brother, Whom I Slept With, and a great bit called Go Chicken Heart about scary movies with the bum-bum-bum-bum. I mean, he was hilarious, and he was clean, and we listened and we had what back in the day used to be called party records, where people would actually play albums at parties of comedy. Like in the Mad Men days, in the 60s and early 70s, when people listened to Cheech and Chong, Earache My Eye, and Dave's Not Here. I mean, Bill Cosby was part of what ushered in all of that, those, you know, those party records and albums. And, and uh, the white album I had of, of um, Richard Pryor. And the party, and then the video. Remember Bill yeah. Cosby's himself? One yes. of the funniest stand-up routines I've ever seen. Thank you, Amy King. Yes. I mean, it's hard in this, knowing what we know, to just throw out an entire lifetime of, even in the movies, Mother Jugs and Speed. I mean, he was he was a funny guy. He was a fu- uptown Saturday night. It was a classic. It was Sidney Poitier in the 70s. Like, long before Barbershop and, you know, Friday, there was these movies. And... And to to find out that, you know, Bill Cosby and the Faz, you know, the remember the, the Cosby kids are, hey, 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 Fat Albert. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's funny, funny, funny stuff. And forget even the Cosby show, the Huxtables. I mean, we, the Huxtables, it, it was an incredibly important thing in, in society. And to find out that this person, this iconic sort of color-busting, boundary-breaking person, 
is not only human, he's a he's not even just a flawed human. He's a predatory pervert serving up Ray Pacino since the days when he was making those very movies that made us laugh. Are you typing Ray Pacino, Tony? <laughs> he, 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 you know, it's when, when his attorney says we intend to mount a vigorous defense. You might not want to use the word mount or vigorous when you're discussing this attorney. Because, I mean, it just it paints a picture. I think even on a Freudian level, she's swept up. She's swept up. And I have to say, when Gloria Allred said that the clients that she represents are willing to testify, it's going to turn. It's I don't know what's going to happen, but clearly they cannot let this go to open trial. Somebody's going to have to plea bar. He's going to have to plea bargain. And he looks awful. He has turned a color of greenish gray. It's not even khaki. He has turned some bizarro color of discontent and death that, look, I'll, I don't care. I say horrible things all the time. I don't care. That's the beauty of people just saying, ah, she's a comic. She's stupid. <laughs> I don't care. I've carved out a niche for myself. I don't pretend to be a pundit or a news person or an intellect. I'm the person that will say what I think is going on in front of me. I'm like a bad child. And, and I'm saying that Bill Cosby, the last few times I've seen him, looks awful. It's the reverse portrait of Dorian Gray. On some level, he has to know that the jig is up. It's over. It's going to come out, and people are going to know things, and we already know things. And all I want to know, I would love to be a fly on the wall and know, what is Camille saying? What could she possibly be saying? Is she even in the same room with him at any time? Does he? Wa- I mean, it's clearly they probably live in a giant mansion. He walks in a room and she walks out. It's got to be some kind of, I'm not going to acknowledge your existence because if this house of cards of denial falls down, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to hit you with a, with a poker. <laughs> Don't you I'm, think she knew about it, though, for a really long time? You know, you say that, Amy, and, and I'm, short answer, yes. Short answer, yes. Long answer, denial is an unbelievable thing. That's you, true. When you have a lifestyle, and you know what happens to people when they get in these spin zones? When you get people constantly telling you, you're an icon, you're so educated, because, you know, she's gone on to get all of these education, you know, is she a doctor at this point? I'll, I'll look it up with Camille Cosby's, but she, I know she's an extremely educated woman who's always speaking at places and held in extremely high esteem. And here, you know, she's just looking the other way, whatever that means, whatever that means. And maybe she looked the other way because she thought he was just a closet philanderer. You know, your garden variety cheater pants, as opposed to there's a difference between a garden variety cheater pants and predatory pervert. I, I like that term, by the way. What garden variety cheater pants? Cheater pants. Yeah. Yeah. My dad. Look, I'm just going to say it. Latino men of a certain generation, fidelity wasn't considered a real important trait. It was, it was even in Spanish, we call it Viernes Social. You know, Friday nights, the men go out, they play poker, they drink cigars, they do whatever they're going to do, you know? And the whole thing is, you don't bring it home, you don't embarrass your family, you don't do anything that's going to create disrespect for your real wife and your real family. I, I know that sounds horrible, but my dad was of a certain generation, you watch Mad Men. You see Don Draper was kind of the white version of my dad. 
and it's uh, garden variety cheater pants versus super predatory pervert. So now we have some lexicon. KFI AM 640.